You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com On today's BGB it's Drama, Costa Rica, and Maddie P. What's up everybody? Welcome to Bada Get a Bachelor. I'm your host Dallas Ham, and I'm joined by residential bachelor expert, bachelorette expert, and Bachelor in Paradise expert, my fiance Riley Jacks. It me. It, it is you. me. It you. Uh, crazy week. Very. Five hours worth of Bachelor content. A lot to unpack. Three hours on Monday night, two hours on Wednesday night, and a lot, a lot of drama, a lot, a lot of crying. A lot, a lot of McKenna's tongue. A lot of McKenna's tongue. All the faces. Yeah. So. Anyway, we have a lot to pack into this episode, so we're going to start with our good old United States, Cleveland, Ohio. Yep, still in Cleveland we on leave, Monday night. We leave as Peter is pondering amongst himself, thinking, wow, I brought back the girl I sent home, and now everyone's upset. People are being mean to me, and I don't know what to do. And what does he do? He sends her back home. Shocker. And honestly, like, Peter, to me, there's really two sides to this coin. Because in one way, if he really did feel like he had a connection with Alea, he should have stood his ground and kept her. But on the flip side of that, why did he, I don't know, even if there was a slight hesitation that, like, my connection's not strong enough to bring her back, why, why bring her on and then, like, 20 minutes later kick her off? You know what I mean? As my dad says, Pilot Pete is a player. Player got play. Wanna be a player. Yep. Dude's a player. Mm-hmm. So he does what he wants. Sends her home. Apologizes her to every single girl. Smooches all of them. And then we head to our rose ceremony. It's time for Lingery Girl, a.k.a. Kiara, and Deandra, and Savannah to pack their bags. Stay in the United States. Bye-bye. While the rest of our squad flies off to Costa Rica. Costa Rica. I would like to give a fun fact. If you watched the episode and are listening, the waterfall that they took... Well, I'm, we're getting ahead of myself. And the waterfall that was frequently shown in the previews, I almost died in. So, that's our fun fact for the day. But. Wow. We arrive in Costa Rica, and it is absolutely beautiful. They are staying at this resort. Gorgeous view. You can see the volcano. Incredible. And then all of a sudden, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Peter Weber. Flying in a helicopter. Not just a plane, but a helicopter. Coming down to see his ladies. And this time, he comes with a scar. Yeah, he comes with a friend on his face. Um, You're a wizard, Peter. And, of course... 
it's such a big deal that Peter's got this bandage on his forehead and and uh oh my god, what happened? What, is, what, what happened to you? What can we do to make it better? Let me kiss it. Boo-boos. But- Turns out that uh our very own pilot Pete made a boo boo. <laughs> was he one. was he drunk? Who knows? Was he attacking a puma? That's what he told the girls. But <laughs> probably the most cringe worthy story ever too, because everybody knew it was fake. I'm like, this is this is like you could just shut up, like quit talking. I mean, and I like Peter, but uh, that was a cringeworthy story that he was telling <laughs> about the puma attacking him. And uh, anyway, turns out he just messed around and hit his head on the top of the golf cart and busted his head open. Literally, they showed a clip of this, and Peter goes to get onto the back rack of the golf cart. Bangs his head on the top, has a glass of water in his hand, slams the glass of water onto his head, breaks the glass. 22 stitches later, he returns to our women. And this time, he has his eyes on a certain girl named Sydney. 22 stitches, by the way. That's almost one for every woman he was originally dating. (laughs) Um, And so even more impressive, though, than that, is the fact that after getting the 22 stitches, he still managed to get out of bed and continue to date 12 women. Wow. That's true. Wow, what a feat. And what I respect about him is he had to show off his really cool scar. He could have just sent a date card for Sydney, but instead he comes down, tells this incredible story, gets out of bed to see his 12 women, and flies on out. True. Um, Sydney gets the one-on-one, and at their one-on-one, Seems like it goes pretty well, I would say. Um, Pretty good one-on-one. And then it comes down to the best moment of the one-on-one, as it always is, the dinner portion, where they have to sit in this room full of nothing, just them and the producers, and sit over food that they never eat. Do you know the fact of that? No. So, fun fact. With the dinner portion, they are not allowed to eat the food in front of them. In actuality... They eat prior to filming because they don't want to have to edit and cut out all the chewing. And also, it keeps distracting from distractions. It keeps um, from forks clinging, things like that. All right, guys, you just finished your chicken parm. Time to put on your happy face and tell your sob story. And, like, they're literally not allowed to talk about anything while they're eating. Fantastic. Because it has to be documented. Well, anyway... It's the best time of the night because you get to hear the sob story and you get to hear, you get to hear, as they always say, this is, this is my journey or this is my truth. And, and, uh, so we get to hear Sydney's and Sydney is from Birmingham, Alabama. Or is she? She's definitely from Birmingham, Alabama. Are you sure? Yeah. Because she may or may not have gone to the same high school as Hannah Brown. Oh. She went to Tuscaloosa County High School. Well, she's from Birmingham now. Yeah, she lives in Birmingham now. She's from Birmingham now. But she went to the same high school, but we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, she she has to tell Peter her story of which she was not very popular in high school because of her skin color. And her skin color is a little bit of a uh, mixed. She's a mixed lady. She's and, beautiful. Uh, she is. and um, But that apparently caused her strife in um, Tuscaloosa or wherever the heck she's from in Alabama. Um remains that she is from Alabama and it caused her a lot of pain and she her senior year had to eat lunch in the bathroom every day near about it and uh 
which is what she told Pilot Pete. Breaks Peter's heart. He is yeah, eating it up. Of course, it's the worst. And, and, you know, if that's true, then that is awful. But um, it just, he eats it up. And, of course, that makes his connection with her strong. You know, that just, he's buying every bit of it. And rest assured, there's already a physical connection. Because he told her earlier on that, man, you're the best kisser. You are the best. He did tell her that. I do Hello remember. Hello lips. Yep, he told her that. And, uh, of course, with him telling her that, of course, they had to try it out more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, what happens, you know, they start macking. And next thing we know. Cue two-hour montage. We have a montage. And that was uh, the episode. From a make-out <laughs> montage in the pool. Uh, cue the Kenny G. And, uh, but yeah. So, anyway, group day, or solo date ends. And we're moving she on to... Rose. Yeah, she gets the rose. We're moving on to group date. And group date this episode, in three-hour-long episode, is the photo shoot with Cosmopolitan Magazine. And there's one name that doesn't get called out, and it is Kelly. So all of the other girls are going on this group date, and Kelly is just chilling, waiting for her one-on-one. Yep, she's getting the one-on-one, so she doesn't have to worry. Um, and this group date is interesting. Got several models in the group that, uh, know how to pose for the camera, and, uh, it just, it goes. It cracks me up, though, that Cosmopolitan is part of a group date for this, and at the end of it, there's this big competition of, all right, well, whoever wins and has the best photo with Peter will get to be on the cover of Cosmo. And all the influencers screamed and cheered, thinking, this is my big break. This is my moment. Um, so they take some photos. Um, some honorable mentions would be Tammy, looking terrified as Hannah Ann smacks on Peter in a photo. Um, Who I thought would win, by the way. I thought Hannah Ann would probably win this. I mean, she She's is, in fact, a model for Sonic and Spanx. So yep. you would think that she would destroy it, crush the competition. But in actuality... We're sitting there waiting, assuming it's Hannah Ann, and it goes to no other than Victoria F. Correct. Victoria F. wins the photo shoot. She gets to be put on the cover of Cosmo with Pilot Pete. She is smitten. However, um, due to political scandals via Twitter, um, she will not be put on the cover of Cosmo. I almost said Cosmo of cover. Put on the cover of Cosmo. So, yes, Mm -hmm. that, that came out this week that something happened. And Cosmo did not like what she had done, and so that's the that's the climate. So that's also, what happened. While we're on the subject of Twitter, can we talk about the fact that there were some photos of Sydney posted from a yearbook, and she was in pageants, she was Miss Sweetheart, she was all kinds of different things. So, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't necessarily mean that you were not bullied, but. It does kind of throw off some of the background story. It kind of makes you question. She looks like she was popular. I mean, there's also rumors that she bullied Hannah Brown, but I don't know. I yeah, I, I didn't go to that school. Yeah, I'm not going to make assumptions. I'm not either, because that's not my place. All I know is they went to high school together. True. Um, that That is factual. Um, and after the group date, this is where Kelsey finally admits to Peter that she's falling in love with him. Our first one of the season. Which, we're just going to take a moment to talk about Kelsey. Kelsey, when Sydney got asked to be on the group date, 
I mean, everyone's tore up, especially McKenna, but let's just talk about Kelsey. McKenna's tore up at everything. She's so tore up at literally everything. But Kelsey is over here, and she is crying and drinking excessively, and Tammy's kind of trying to comfort her, and she's like, so are you upset that she's with, that Sydney's with Peter? And she's like, no, I love Sydney, but she's a fake, and blah, 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 blah. I'm just going on and on and I, on. I love her, but she's a fake. Yeah. And B word, bad word, bleep, bleep, boop, boop, like... You name it. Um, so, old censorism. Among all of this, Kelsey has just been distraught about her relationship with Peter, and Tammy's trying really hard to comfort her. Just some backstory. This will be make a lot more sense in a minute. But just know, I'm falling in love with you, Peter. And I was also just crying over you like an hour and a half ago. But just rest assured, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't buy it. But uh, we'll see. Doubt it. Anyway, it, this 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 whole crying escapade and worry wart escapade from Kelsey leads to Miss Tammy name dropping her in a private conversation with Pilot Pete, where she calls Kelsey an alcoholic and a pill popper, both of which I would say are excessive to call her. I think Tammy was in the wrong here. But I will say this: Tammy never said the pill-popping thing to Peter. Apparently, it was a discussion throughout the house, but never was said to Peter. I'm not justifying It was it. said to Peter. No. She said it to Peter. Yes, she said it to Peter. She said they were sitting there, and she looked at Peter, and she said about the alcoholic that she had been drinking and and was in excess and, and called her an alcoholic or was afraid she was an alcoholic. No. And then she said... That she had also been popping pills. She said both of those things to Kelsey Pete. Kelsey said that Tammy said that about her. Because she did. To Peter. Because Peter pulled Kelsey aside and told Kelsey that Tammy had said those things about her. That is how it went down. Yes, that's how it went down. And so... That was so long ago. <laughs> well, no. I, I, I very much remember it happening that way because that was when I made my statement of that was never said about Kelsey from anybody else. That's when I said that that statement was never made anywhere aside from when Tammy just told Peter. And that's why I said Tammy is lying about this to Peter. The pill popping incident comes in later at the group date. Or not the group date, but when they're all sitting around together after the group date. And uh, so that's when it gets brought up into the whole group and that's when it it comes around to where somebody actually says well i'm not the one that i'm not the one that actually said you were popping pills that was victoria p that said you were popping pills so i and so that means that tammy was telling peter something that she had heard but did not see so therefore tammy still completely in the wrong don't like tammy don't like her at all so anyway that happens and that's a big ordeal and then it's time for Kelly's one-on-one. Kelly gets her one-on-one, and uh, from there, it's a pretty good one-on-one. I, I'm trying to remember what they actually do on the one-on-one. So, they went to this place that, fun fact, I've also been to, um, and basically it is kind of like this cultural experience that's supposed to create a sense of intimacy and form a bond within Kelly and Peter. And I think just because Kelly is not involved in all of the drama of the house, I think that Peter's kind of like, wait, 
do you like me? Because you're not crying over me or fighting over me or, or yelling at girls over me. Why aren't you, why aren't you doing this? Um, and he just kind of seems very, like, kind of off-put by her and is trying to figure out what's going on there. Because at the very beginning of the relationship, they had a very strong connection. Um, and I think throughout the drama, Kelly just kind of took a step back and, I don't know, what was really going on in her head. But, basically, they do all these things and Peter's just still trying to figure her out. And then that night at dinner, to me, (laughs) honestly, I think Kelly's the only person that's actually, other than our girl Maddie P, actually here for Peter and for a relationship. She's mature. She's mature, but she's extremely mature. She's also the oldest, so that kind of plays a role into it, too. Um, So, basically, Kelly is just talking about how she has kind of taken a step back and has been really trying to figure out Peter, and he makes a comment about how, well, are you really ready for marriage? And she basically kind of puts it back on him and it's like, well, you know, you're rewarding drama, so I've been kind of trying to figure this out with you. Throws it right in his face. Literally. And honestly, I think it's what Peter needed to hear. But he ends up giving her the rose and thinking, okay, like, you might not be fighting over me, but you do like me. Cool. So then basically from there, they get on their, put their swimsuits on and have a, get another Hot Springs little Mackinac makeout sesh. It's all about the makeout. Oh, of course. Good camera time for the trash TV. Exactly. And then the next morning, we have some good old moments with... Crazy Kelsey. Crazy Kelsey. Um, She decides that she is just wants to go talk to Peter about everything that's being said. And... I think she, I think she handled it wrong. She probably shouldn't have gone... The way she did, which I mean, let's—it's gutsy, it's gutsy, and that's—I mean, depending on the bachelor and who the bachelor is, it could be a good or a bad thing. Um, I don't like it either way. Well, either way, regardless of of liking it or not, because I'm—I don't think I really like it either. I don't blame her for trying to clear her name when somebody calls her a pill popper and an alcoholic. See, I don't remember the pill popping comment until this moment. Because I remember sitting there and <laughs> I tweeted, um, me waiting to find, me trying to go through the clips and find where Tammy said that she was a pill popper. Because she tells Peter, sitting down with him, that I just want to clear your na- my name and let you know that I'm not an alcoholic. And that Tammy also said that I was popping pills. I, I just remember being in shock. But, again, five hours, it's a long time. Um, But with this, basically, she just continues to clear up i'm not i'm not an addict i have not gone through this i'm falling in love with you peter and he really doesn't give a whole lot of a intense response i don't think they're really allowed to say i love you until towards the end um but he just kind of pulls the rose out of his butt crack and gives it to her it's <laughs> it's pretty accurate it's much, pretty accurate i mean like I mean, it's like wow magic <laughs> He's like, hold on, wait, I gotta, I gotta scratch my like, butt. Hold on, oh, hold on real quick. I just mean, kinda, literally. Just kind of edges his, his took us over to the, to the seat of the couch. and. This episode could literally be called The Butt Crack Rose. Like. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the great Andre 3000 from uh, Outcast once said, roses really smell like boo-boo. <laughs> um, 
but oh yes, <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty magical. It was just like what a romantic way to get a rose. Hold on a minute, Kelsey. I'm just gonna pull this one out. But if we want to talk about things that were handled poorly, it would be Kelsey walking up to the house with the butt crack rose in her hand, <laughs> and be, like all the girls just sitting there, just staring at her, like, huh? <laughs> at her being like, so um. This is awkward. I just was going to clear my name, and um, he gave me a rose, and all these girls. Are and like, you'll never guess where it came from. <laughs> His butt crack. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh! The girls are not happy. They are mad that they. That she just kind of basically went against the rules, went against the grain, and had her alone time with Peter. Some words of wisdom, you know. They say beautiful flowers don't grow in sidewalk cracks. They, <laughs> <laughs> but what, do I have a story for you about where they actually grow? Gosh. Oh, but, my uh, goodness. The crack jokes could go all night. <laughs> yeah, oh we'll, we'll stop before we get too haughty out there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so he gave her a rose for her little escapade of privacy there, and uh, that was fun. Um but because he did, because she did that, and because they met private, he got all the clarity he needed, and didn't even need a rose ceremony or a cocktail and party. He he just needed the rose ceremony. The girls are livid, especially McKenna. The tongue is out. She's just, I mean, just making all these angry faces. I wish that y'all could have seen that face, but this is a podcast. Plenty of tongue was rolling around that mouth. It's like instead of rolling her eyes, she rolls her tongue. I don't. I don't know. It was bad. It was really bad. And she is just upset. Yeah, and and, and and you know, she uh she decides to take it upon herself, right before the rose ceremony, since there's no cocktail party, to just go sit down with Peter for a second and just I, I just didn't get any time with you and, and I've been so upset and I just need the time and I just want to talk to you for a second. Mm-hmm. Which really made Lexi mad. Mm-hmm. And that didn't go too well. Um and Lexi gets sent home. Redheaded Lexi. The love of Dallas's life. I, I, I'm a big Lexi fan. He's a big redhead fan. Well, uh, you know. Lexi. We won't get into that, but. Poor Sheehan. I mean, that girl's been and battered, Sheehan. bruised through football games. Sheehan, the four touchdown superstar from the Bachelor Bowl, is also sent home. And that's, that's bad. And then he picks Tammy in the last moment, and everyone's just in shock. There's another girl that pulled him aside, too. It wasn't just it, McKenna. I, I think I remember that, too. I feel like it might have been Tammy. Maybe? It was. It, it was, was Tammy. Tammy. It was Tammy. Because she wanted to clear her name with Kelsey. Right. Again, this was Monday. This was... Yeah, it was Tammy. Five hours to decipher. Yeah, it was, it was wild. But, so that happened. And then the episode ends with Sheehan and Lexi going home. Still salty about Lexi going home. She was my favorite, besides Maddie P. If, but, uh, <clears throat> if any of them had red hair, that would be his second favorite. <laughs> Pro- probably. Um, but anyway, part two, Wednesday night, Toast two hours up. long. We're going to Santiago, Chile. We're in Santiago, Woo-hoo. Chile. And uh, Hannah Ann starts us off by getting the one-on-one. She does. They're sitting there about to give a toast. From and, Tennessee. And <laughs> such a red. From Tennessee. Well, you know, Southern women. He's got a thing for Southern women. Well, again, I think that has a lot to do with the culture of just family first and friendly and welcoming is very similar from his background. I can't blame him. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't blame him. Anyways. Like me some family first. So, (laughs) 
gross. What? <laughs> Anyways, um, so basically, Salem Streets Santiago, Chile. Oh my god. <laughs> so on the streets of Santiago, Chile, they um, stop at hot dog stand. And literally, Peter shoves his hot dog down his throat. Pretty much, he shove he shoves a hot dog down Hannah Ann's throat, about like how the Bachelor shoved five hours of content down our throat. It was rough. It was awful. And uh, as a Bachelor tradition, as they're eating their hot dogs, um, old a random maid, old married couple, couple gives them advice <laughs> in Spanish. This is nothing new to those of you who watch The Bachelor religiously. It's always a random old married couple in the street. And it's like, oh, hey, we're walking in the street. And next thing we know, oh, wow, there's just like a bar mitzvah going on in the street. Or, or a dance battle going on in the street or Let's something. Let's go sit with this random. old random married couple I know. and get love advice and, and that Hannah Ann can't understand. And it's so staged because what married couple is just going to, hey, y'all dating? Like, y'all love each other? How about... Oh, we're on the Bachelor. We need y'all to strike up a conversation with us in a little bit. Okay. And what cracks me up is literally Hannah Ann is like that TikTok that's like, what? She doesn't. Huh? She doesn't understand uh. Spanish. And see, Peter's Peter's mother is Cuban, so he knows Spanish. He knows he knows different languages, and so he understands what this couple's saying. And basically, Hannah Ann's just sitting what? there, and she's she's just like. What? Oh yeah, my favorite song is Despacito. I listen to it on repeat like every day. And so, anyway, yeah, the bachelor tradition continues with the random old married couple giving advice, and uh, and then, then comes the the dinner. Well, before that, they're sitting on top of. And I don't. I've never been to Chile. I have no idea what this um structure is, but it looks like some sort of historical monument. And Peter's like, Hannah Ann. Have you ever been in love? And Hannah Ann's like, like I've never like actually like been in like love, but like <laughs> been in like love. <laughs> like I've 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 like felt like love. I love love, but like I've like, never been love, in like, like love. Like, I've never like felt love. And Peter's like, you're a fetus, <laughs> and you've never been in love. Wow. Oh my god. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, and then the dinner comes around, and he's just like, I guess trying to feel out if Hannah Ann maybe is mature enough. I don't know, because since Champagne Gate, she really hasn't been involved in any drama. Maybe that's what his... Con- I think that literally- And now I really like her. I low-key think that... <laughs> this is the counselor in me. I just think that Peter is a little codependent at times, and just, like, wants people to fight over him, or, like, try to, like, see him as a hero, or, like, cling to him. And if it's, like, a girl's just chilling, like, yeah, I like you. He's like, wait, you're, 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 no, you're too calm. You're too calm. You have to be freaking out. I don't, I don't even know. But either way, Hannah Ann is talking to him, and I don't know if it's just because she hasn't shed any tears over him or what. It's but he is, freaking him out. He's freaking out, and then she gets real deep with her. <laughs> this is at the, this this part is at the dinner yes. when they're sitting yes, there having their the private dinner. Yeah. dinner. Um, she's like Socrates at this point. <laughs> she's like. You can't. If all you do is go fishing in the shallow water, all you're going to catch is a bunch of minnows. And I'm like, okay, Socrates, slow down here. I was like, all right. And then basically, you can tell that Peter's frustrated. She gets up, walks away, is kind of crying because she's frustrated. Well, no, he walks away. She follows him and is crying. And it's like, man, like, why don't you like me? Did you not like minnows? What's wrong with minnows? (laughs) Um, And then basically, he's like, yes, tears. This is what I wanted. And he gives her the roast. Yeah, he's like, I need to see you cry over me now to know this is serious. <laughs> Gosh. So, she gets a rose. Yep. 
She's then, good to go. Then the next group date. And let me tell you, no one wants their name on this group date card. No. And everyone's name is called, except for Victoria, Victoria F. F. Who has so, already got a solo date. Exactly. She had that cringy one with Chase Rice. But <laughs> rest assured, she is a super giddy and everyone else is upset. McKenna's crying in a corner, licking her lips. Yeah. Eyes rolling into the back of her head, full on exorcism occurring because she didn't get. And this group date, this group date's not really that good. It's like they film a lot of a telenovela. I, I loved it. it. They filmed a telenovela, which basically was like. A Spanish soap opera. Uh, well, yeah, that's what. Yeah. Um, I can't, no, I can't remember what the. We name don't know was. nothing about that. No, I watched Jane the Virgin. I know a lot about telenovelas. Um, I was also a Spanish minor. I know about Spanish culture. <laughs> Yeehaw. Um, but with this, I can't remember what it was. It was like the loves of Pedro and all of these girls had different characters. And there was like Kelly, who, because she was the oldest, was the grandmother. And then there was McKenna, who was a maid and just sweeping in the background. And I mean, every single person, even Chris Harrison, walks out suddenly with a mustache. And I was like, you mean Harrison Christopher. Oh my goodness. Christopher. <laughs> and it's just basically a really intense, passionate soap opera makeout session. It really just looks Pretty like another much. episode of The Bachelor. That's a good way to describe it. And um, that's, that's about that on that. But Exactly. And then it was time for Victoria P. to share her truth and her honesty with Peter um, and be open with him after this date, which ultimately ends up in her demise because he sends her home. And I just don't understand really what happened here. I mean, was Victoria P. my favorite? No, honestly, there were some flags after the Alea drama where I was like, okay, what's going on here? But at the same time, I didn't expect her to do out. I mean, that destroyed my bracket because I had her going a lot farther than this. Yeah, and and so he just tells her that he isn't seeing her as his future wife and that doesn't really sit well with her. And mm. uh her departure kind of irked me a little bit. She just wasn't very cordial like, about it. I don't need you to walk me out. Yeah, she wasn't very nice about it, and so that was kind of a negative. But uh, then <clears throat> our girl Maddie P gets a little solo time with Peter. Peter wrote another script for he her. He wrote a whole telenovela script but for really Maddie and P. But really, truly, it was just like three sentences and then they kissed. But regardless, he didn't do that for anyone else. No, he, he, I mean, it was awesome. And they started uh, kissing on the steps of the place that they were at. And they're giggly and they're smitten. They're having the best time. And then they hear a bunch of yelling In the from the house. To which Maddie, Maddie drops the best line of the night to me at that point when, when he's like, somebody's yelling. And she goes, we're not worried about that. <laughs> And I was like, you go, girl. Honestly, she's just like, shh. She's over the drama. She's really and truly the only person that has not been a part of any drama. She's like, we're not, we're just not worried about that. And, uh, And rest assured, what it is, is inside, Tammy is confronting McKenna. And I will say this, as someone who's also very confrontational and often gets misunderstood for it, I do think that Tammy's intentions were one way. And then it just turned into a full-on combustion. Well, I've, I have went on record to say I do not like Tammy. I still don't. And I think she is, was, I think she was a pot stirrer. I think that we 
she'll probably end up in paradise. I just have that feeling. I think that we'll see a different side of her there. We'll see. But either way, she just kind of asks McKenna, are you ready for marriage? And then McKenna, being McKenna, blows up and cries and freaks out. And then that's what the screaming was from. But rest assured, that's not the end of it. Yeah. Um, And then Victoria F. gets her one-on-one. And uh, seems pretty good. Nothing really crazy happens. They... Walk around. The date part's pretty good. Yeah, they eat um they eat a bunch of random like street meat. She's vegetarian. The so. whole time the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, and I have one more surprise for you. It's another private Chase Rice concert. <laughs> Gosh. Secretly thankfully hoping. thankfully it was not. Um they really just kind of explore around. They ride some horses, they do some dancing. And then later that night, I mean, I just... The dinner portion was kind of whack. Yeah, she always she got gets insecure. up and gets upset and, like, gets insecure. You're insecure. You're insecure. Have you ever heard that One Direction remix? Um, but, yeah, it just... I think that she's going to do well in the show, but I don't really necessarily care Oh, we left her. out one key part. What? From the group date. What? Um... Maddie P got the group date roast. Oh, you're right. Which means what? she didn't have to worry about the roast ceremony. We've been so focused on the drama that yeah. we didn't get to the... <clears throat> See, the drama does consume case. everything. It really does. So, yeah, well, that's a and big it's one. it's hard to keep up with it, he, honestly. He gave Maddie P, our own Madison Pruitt, he gave her the group date roast. So, mm-hmm. you go, girl. Absolute. She deserved it. Magic. And she is so smitten. I'm, I'm She's obsessed sweet. With her. She's drama-free. She keeps her nose out and of also, it. And also, she is absolutely like kind gorgeous everything yeah but my big thing with her is she looks like a normal person yeah like some of these girls have full-on lip filler there well, she's an auburn gal she's normal exactly she looks like a beautiful normal like girl next door type when i say normal <clears throat> like absolutely yeah. gorgeous but like naturally I so love it. i'm glad we i'm glad we caught ourselves there she didn't have to worry about the rose ceremony she got passed on through already and Victoria F. ends up getting a rose, because we need to kind of shuffle through this part. Yeah, because um, basically this isn't anything special. She gets a rose, so she does, She gets the solo rose, so she doesn't have to worry about the rose ceremony either. And then, and then surprise, another date card, and it's a two-on-one. It's time for the showdown. McKenna versus Tammy. And he's tired of them. He's over. I mean, the screaming that interrupted his Mac-on session with Matt, Matty P. Um... He sits him down, he pulls him aside, both of them... Separate. Separately. Um, And, I mean, prior to him getting there, (sighs) McKenna, I mean, you would have thought that she was just quoting every single, like, I don't know, like, Hallmark, Pinterest board, cliche, inspirational quote that you would make your Facebook caption in the seventh grade. I mean, I'm talking full-on... You're not. You, oh, I thought she was going for a feminist might, movement on this. You what might I thought. have believed me, but because of it, I found my voice. Wow! And she keeps talking about how I'm speaking my truth. Power. All of these things, and then she keeps her mouth shut. Tammy goes over. Tammy is like, "I'm here for the right reasons." And McKenna packed her bags, and McKenna, um isn't here. She wants to have all these hashtags, and she's here to be an influencer. And then. McKenna basically is like, I'm speaking my truth. I really care about you. Very accurate. <laughs> basically, basically the Shakira <laughs> tongue, the halftime performance. And then 
essentially what occurs here is, oh goodness, Peter looks at both of them and says, McKenna, I trust you. Since Tammy home. Tammy, bye, 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 bye. Um, and then McKenna goes, and the thing is, usually with two-on-ones, you get a rose to the other person who didn't get sent home. He did not give her a rose. He did not. He just basically. So she's got to go through the rose ceremony. Was like, all right, come join the cocktail party. <clears throat> he has all these really intimate heart-to-hearts with all of our girly pops. Things are going well. And then it's time for the rose ceremony. And he has, like, honestly, like, meow, like, weed-eated out these girls. And he is down to really three roses. And yeah, that's all he's got out there. And he gives, obviously, we already have... Um, Two Vic- are going home. Victoria F., Madison, and Kelly, who... No? Victoria, Victoria F., Madison, Madison, and Kelly, all three have roses. So, at that no. point... No? Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Again. Yeah. Five Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann, Victoria F., and Madison got roses. And Madison will have roses. And then, during this rose ceremony, he gives the first one to Kelsey. She accepts. Then Natasha, Natasha, and then we then have Sydney, McKenna, and Kelly. Correct. And McKenna's looking there, all confident. One rose left. Sydney and Kelly just kind of look neutral, and he says the name Kelly. Kelly. And McKenna, Would you this rose? ultimate stank face, sad, whiny. And but I'll give her this. That was wrong of him. Pretty cruel. Pretty cruel, knew, but big energy. I like it, kind of. But I also think that maybe he did that to A, give him more time to figure it all out. B, so that it didn't seem like, okay, like, it wasn't I didn't have a connection with y'all, it was just y'all being dramatic. It's like he kind of gave McKenna, like, a little bit of time to marinate and think on it for him. But also, I think it kind of took away from the fact that he sent Sydney home. Because, I mean, like, they were full on, like, two-hour max session. Yeah, that's true. It was a big deal. So, yeah, I don't know. It's literally in Costa Rica. Good solid two episodes, though. We have six people remaining. Those would be our very own Madison Pruitt, Kelly, Mm -hmm. Natasha, Kelsey, Hannah Ann, and Chase Rice's former flame, Victoria F. We really do, like, this episode's gone by so fast, and we really do have less drama in this group of girls. Of this group, I'd probably say the one that's going to cause the most drama is probably Kelsey. Yep, it's definitely Kelsey. So we'll we'll see how that goes moving forward. Next week, uh, Monday night, we're headed to Peru. Whoop, whoop. So that's going to be fun, and we'll see what goes down there. Maybe, because Madison, again, didn't get a lot of screen time. Just did not get a lot of screen time. But honestly, it's she's getting little by little more and more, right. and she's not a part of the drama, so it's kind of good that she's not getting. Yeah, we're, time. we're we're it's it is good. It bodes well for her. Um, I'm excited about next week's episode because Barstool Trent is going to be the luggage guy that gets to send, who gets to pull everybody's luggage. For those of you that know me, I am a big Barstool fan. And I'm excited because, like, two years ago in 2018, Barstool Trent tweeted that he would love to be the luggage guy on The Bachelor. And and they actually took him up on it. He made it. He literally made it. And on top of that, just to kind of wrap up on a Barstool note, literally, El Presidente... Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy decided to shoot his shot with Victoria P. Oh, that was awesome. And we'll see how that plays out. We'll see. She responded, and it looked like it was going well. But uh, 
we're excited about next week headed to peru and uh just it was a long week uh five hours worth and it was a lot to recap but uh thanks for hanging in there with us guys um excited to see how maddie does next week and we'll be back next week for another bgb and of course war eagle war eagle Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?